Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Duncan Bosco as Kevin Cutchington and Nicole Santora as Savandra Cutchington. Kevin? Kevin, honey! It's nearly time for school. You don't want to be late. I'm ready, mother. What's for breakfast? Oh, there you are, my darling boy. You you didn't mention that, um, that is to say, I forgot to ask you what you might want this morning before you went to bed last night. So I got up extra early and, well, made you a whole assortment of breakfast foods for you to choose from. Like a buffet. I was wondering why all the steam trays were out. So over here we have eggs scrambled there, poached there, fried over there. There's, let's see, waffles, French toast, and pancakes, bagels, blintzes, donuts, toast, white wheat, rye, and sourdough. <laughs> Some scrambled eggs. Eggs! Would be nice. Eggs! Good! Yes! Eggs for my growing boy! And would you like some meat to go with your eggs? The butcher shop opens at 5.30, so it's all extremely fresh. I have ham, bacon, sausage, any way you can imagine a pig being served, I cooked it. Really? Do you have scrapple? Well, no, honey. I've never seen you express any interest in eating scrapple before, or I certainly would have... Mother, it's all right. I was making a joke. Oh! <laughs> Oh, of course you were. What a delightful sense of humor from my dear baby boy. Uh, good eggs, mother. Which reminds me, do you have... Yes, your egg baby, of course. Precious baby Eggbird is sleeping peacefully in the nursery. You really didn't need to set up my old crib for a school assignment. Nonsense. It was no trouble at all to get the crib back from the family I sold it to. This is for your final grade in that health class. Sexual education. Hmm. Right. The, the sexual. <laughs> you, you also didn't need to turn your sewing room into a nursery for a school assignment. Of course I did. The point of the assignment is for you to learn what it's like to take care of a baby. And that means to sacrifice, sparing no expense, being willing to sacrifice every comfort. That's what raising a child is truly about. And I should know. Not that you've uh, been a burden in any way, honey. I hope you don't think I meant that. We only have three more days of class left. <laughs> Once I hand in the egg baby and my paper for psych class, I... I should be all set to graduate next week. Your psychology teacher is going to just love your research paper. I mean, Sigmund Freud? How fascinating! All right, Mother. That, that's Broyce. I'm headed to school now. You have a wonderful day, sweetie. Don't let a thing get you down. Just remember, you are very special and your mother loves you very, very much. Goodbye. Oh, that's... That's a rather provocative dress that you're wearing, Mother. You're not going out anywhere in that, are you? Oh, what? This thing? <laughs> of course not. I would certainly change into something much more sensible before I even dared considering leaving the house. Well, all right. That's good. Because that neckline... It's just... I'm off, Mother. Don't forget your paper on Freud, dear. I won't. Goodbye, Mother. 
Wow, Bryce. You really got the old jalopy running smooth. Thanks, little dude. It takes a lot of elbow grease to get the chrome this shiny, but I think it's worth it. I also sharpened up the fins to a razor's edge. Right. To cut down the wind resistance. What? No. I just figured if they're supposed to look pointy, they should be pointy. You know what I mean? I want every last foot of the seven-block ride from my house to the school to be as stylish as I am. That's very stylish. You got that right. Bryce. Yeah, little dude? I just wanted to say how much I appreciate you picking me up for school every morning. I know it adds extra time to your commute, but... I'm the one who should be thanking you. Without the little detour to your hacienda, it'd only be about 500 feet from my house to the school. And that, my friend, is hardly worth sharpening the old fence for. We are friends, aren't we, Bryce? All right, you know how we talked before about boundaries? I do know that. And about how you sometimes cross those boundaries? Right. You're doing that right now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. We're good. We are good, aren't we? Boundaries, man. Looks like Orchid McAllister's parking spot is still empty. She hasn't been to school in, what, two weeks? Almost three. Not since that night I caught her drinking at Lefty's and took her home. That was really nice of you, Bryce. I tried to call her last weekend, but there was something wrong with the phone line. I think her dad was trying to send a fax or something. You think it was a fax telling someone that everything's fine and there's nothing to worry about? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Hey, what's with the egg? It's our final project for Mrs. Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt. We didn't have a project due for Mrs. Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt. No, we did. You were there in class when Mrs. Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt gave out the assignment. Mrs. Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt gave us all eggs. Yeah, they're supposed to be like our babies. We're supposed to keep a journal about how we've been feeding them and, and playing with them and... How do you feed an egg? Haven't you seen this in sitcoms? <laughs> oh, Kevin. You don't believe everything you see in sitcoms, do you? Television has an extremely unrealistic idea of what real teenagers are like. How do you mean, Bryce? Well, for instance... Every cool teen character on TV has street signs hanging on their bedroom walls. What's that about? Have you ever seen an actual street sign in anyone's bedroom? Ever? I haven't seen any other teen's bedroom but mine. I mean, if you wanted to show me yours sometime... Hey! Boundaries! Jag! Thank goodness. Hello, my love. Is everything all right? No, it's not all right. Of course it's not all right. Not as long as I have that... that monster living here with me. Oh, he can't possibly be as bad as all that. You just... 
You just don't know. If I just as much as think a negative thought, he could destroy me with his mind, Jag. I have to stay on my best behavior at all times. I have to anticipate his every need. And if I can't begin to imagine what it would be like, we have a There, there, my love. He's away at school now. I'm all finished at the hospital for the day, and we can just mm, be together as we were meant to be. Oh, Jag. Our time together is the only bright spot in my hellish existence. When you're around, everything just becomes more colorful and vivid, like a magical drug trip. Ah, yes, I... But the way drug trips are in movies, with the fantastic colors and lights, not like a real-life drug trip, which just makes the inevitable stream of vomit seem ten times as far away than it actually is. Yes, I cherish it as well, our time together. Not that I... Oh, but it's not just my son's judgment, I fear. How's that, my dear? Well, I mean, the differences between us. If the neighbors knew we were involved... Differences? For a start, there's the whole age issue. People don't look kindly on May-December romances. Savandra, dearest, we were born in the same year. Yes, but you were born in May and I was born in December! I'm not sure that's what people mean by... we're different religions. Are we? I can only assume so. How likely is it that we're the exact same denomination? The odds are not in our favor, Chag. To be honest, the subject hasn't come up before. I'm sure if we talked about it, we could... And of course, we have the overwhelming class barrier to consider. What are you talking about? We have the same tax accountant. And it turns out your annual income is higher than mine. You're in a completely different tax bracket. That means you're in a different social class than I am, which means you probably have servants to make your food and clean your house, and you probably know all about which forks you're supposed to use at fancy dinner parties and how much you're supposed to tip the valet when they park your Rolls Royce that you almost certainly don't drive yourself because you have someone else to do that for you. Savandra, I drive a Nissan. You've seen it. It's not even completely paid off yet. And all right, yes, I probably do bring home a bit more from my work as a surgeon than you do from your dead husband's life insurance stipend, but I hardly think that... Oh, Chag, it's just... It's just like the universe doesn't want us to be together. Uh, Is it like that, though? Things were so much simpler when we met at that field of orchids overlooking the farm where they keep those doves. Ah, right. The heart-shaped one down at Cupid's Fork. I remember it well. I told you that day that I thought the universe was trying to send us a sign, and I think that sign may have been that we're not destined to be together. Really? Because that's not what I got out of that at all. Oh, Chad! Yeah. All right. I have to say, class, I'm severely disappointed in all of you. I handed out 24 eggs at the beginning of this term. Today, I received 23 eggs and one egg-shaped lump of clay. That's right, Royce. Your clever ruse was not successful. Damn it! What gave me away? Well, for one thing, eggs are traditionally white or brown not purple, and they don't typically have a little divot on the top to hold a cigarette. Force a habit. When I'm in the art studio, my hands just want to make an ashtray. I gotta follow my muse, you know? In any case, Mr. Champson may have failed the assignment more creatively than the rest of you, but you have all failed. But we all returned our eggs to you in... Perfect shape. Yes, exactly. You all returned your eggs to me. Not one of you handed in a live chick. Wait, what? 
Obviously, if I hand you an egg and give you a month to do something with that egg, I expect you to hatch it. What did you think this assignment was? Ugh, class dismissed. Oh, that's... disappointing. But I'm sure if the principal hears about the misunderstanding, he'll... Hey, Royce, wait up. Sup? Well, remember earlier how you said you'd come to my house with me today, after school? That sounds like something I might say. Oh, you did say it. And I hope you still mean it, because there's someone I'd really like for you to meet. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll tell you all about it on the way over. Kevin? Kevin, honey, is that you? It's me, mother, and I brought a guest. Would you come in here, please? I'll be right in, precious. Let me just mix you a cocktail, Royce. Oh, no thank you. Drinking is not cool. You're right. What was I thinking? Drinking is most definitely not cool. So not cool. Nobody cool drinks. You said it, my friend. Welcome home, Kevin, honey. And who is this young man? Mother, this... This is Royce. I am charmed to make your acquaintance. Ah, thank you. Mother, you know how I always said that one day you'd meet the perfect man? Someone who could treat you the way you deserved to be treated. I believe I do remember that, yes? Well, Mother, I've given it a lot of thought, and I think I've found him. Who do you... Me, Mrs. Cutchington. He means me. I don't... Mrs. Cutchington is so formal. May I call you Savandra? I don't think that would be a... Of course he can. Of course. Of course you can. <laughs> Good. Because I don't stand on ceremony. Ceremony is for phonies. Hey, that almost rhymes. I gotta remember that. For a poem. I'll call it The Ceremony Phony. Royce is a poet. Really? Oh, I'm a lot of things. Poet, musician. I'm a real renaissance man. Isn't he just wonderful, Mother? Well, oh, I'll get that. Now, who could that be? Why, it's Dr. Lakenear. You know, the surgeon from the hospital. You know Dr. Lakenear, don't you, Kevin? I'm not sure that I do. I most certainly do not. Nobody here seems to know you, Dr. Lakenear. What brings you here, exactly? Oh, uh, I was just, uh, looking for my wallet. Why would your wallet be here? Well, I had a house call here. Mother, were you sick? Oh, no, not today. At, at some time ago. I was attending to the previous occupant of this house. We moved here five years ago. Are you telling me that your wallet 
has been missing in our house for five years. Whoa, no. I know what's going on here. What? This dude is horning in on my turf. He's trying to put the moves on Savandra. Aren't you a doctor, if that is your real name? I, um... Chag, please don't. You know what? Yes. Yes, young man, I am. As a matter of fact, I happen to love this woman. Mother, is this true? I will not stand here and allow my honor to be trod upon in this way. There's only one way to settle this. What on earth are you... You and me, Dr. Lagnier, at the edge of town tonight at sunset. We're going to drag race for the affections of the lovely Savandra here. Huh. That may be the most ridiculous thing I've ever... What a... Fantastic idea. And once Bryce proves his devotion to you, Mother, there can be no question that he's the right man for you. Yes! A drag race is clearly the only solution here. You can't possibly be serious. If my son says there's going to be a drag race, Doctor, there's going to be a drag race! Darn tootin'. Did I mention that this Nissan, hardly the world's most reliable car for drag racing, is not even paid for yet? We have to do what he says, Chag. If we don't... What? If we don't what? What will happen, Savandra? I told you! He has terrible mental powers. He can hear what you're thinking. He can change your very reality to impose his will. Has he ever actually done this to you before? Not as such, but only because I've tended to his every possible whim to avoid that. But if you've never actually seen him do it, how do you know he can? It started five years ago, just before my husband Case passed away. Case? Honey, is that you? What? Oh, yeah, uh, of course. It's me, all right. Who else would it be? Case, I found this bone in our bedroom. Do you know? That is a very powerful, priceless relic. It is? It looks like an old chicken bone. Well, I can I can see how you might think then, but no, this is the thigh bone of St. Corby. I'm taking it to Contentment Corner today to have it appraised by the museum. Where did you... Oh, I uh, collect priceless magical relics. Didn't you know that about me? Well, no, dear. We've been married for 16 years and I've never... I Sure, my collection is lousy with this kind of thing. Which is why you need to be very careful when you're looking through my things. In, in fact, it'd probably be best for you just not to go through them at all. Just to be safe. Well, all right. Right, good. Uh, now, you, you got any money? I think I might have a few dollars in my purse. Great. So... I'll just go and get that for you, then. Would you? Sure. I'll be right back. Oh, Papa. I didn't realize you were home. Hey there, you, son. What you got there, Papa? What, this? This is a magical relic. Wow, really? What does it do? Oh, all sorts of things. Powerful things. Can I hold it? Well, no, but uh, i tell you what. I'll let you have uh, this. What is it? It looks like a certs. A what? A certs. You know, with Retson. Well, I only gave you one. The singular form would be one cert, not one certs. Uh, but no, th this is also a magical relic. Really? Because it looks like it says certs right on it. No, that's uh, Celtic. 
It says Kelt. The L just looks like an R because, well, you know how the Constitution uses F's instead of S's, so it looks like it says Constitution, kind of like that. Wow. What the hell was that? It's just my digital watch, Papa. It's it's two. Two o'clock. I'm late for an appointment. I'll have to cut through the damn corn now. Okay, but, oh, well, so long, Papa. Okay, I have $16 in ones, and if you're willing to take some change, I have... Oh, Kevin, where's your father? He's not here anymore, Mother. He's out in the cornfield. What's that in your hand there? This... this is a magical relic that Papa gave to me. Oh. It's snack time. Make me a snack, won't you, Mother? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Jack? Honey, get back in your car! You have to finish this race! Hey! Hey, you! Kid! Kevin! Hey! Oh, hello, Dr. Lakenear. Tell me something, kid. Do you have some kind of magical thrall over your mother? <laughs> Your mother seems to think that she's living under the constant threat of reality-warping terror if she doesn't give you exactly what you want. I'm not sure what would have given her that idea. Really? And not once, at any point in the past half a decade, did you ever stop to wonder why she, oh, for instance, cooks enough breakfast to feed your entire school each morning? Well, she took my papa's death pretty hard. Oh, unbelievable. What's happening? What's happening is you're getting in this Nissan right now. We're going to drive to wherever it is the teens make out in this town, and I'm going to get to at least second base tonight. So on the way over there, you're going to give me all the pertinent details about your brassiere, where the hooks are located, how many of them there are, so on and so forth. But what about... Yeah, your kid doesn't have mystical powers. You've been living in fear of a breathman since 1987. Now get in. Wait! It's over. Where are you going? I never got to prove my love to you. Come back. Savandra. Savandra! I'm still here, Royce. Orchid, honey, I'm not mad that you started drinking again. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I know, Dad. I'm so sorry. It's just, when I think about all the good times we've had here in the foyer of this house, I should probably get that. I'll be right back, sweetie. Hello? I, I don't, I don't understand you. Hello? They hung up before I could barely get a word out. How odd. Hey, Orchid, sweetie, is that you? It's me, Dad. I'm in the foyer. I understand we need to talk, young lady. I, I guess so. Royce Champson called me. He was really worried. Is it true you've been drinking again? <laughs> oh, Daddy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Episode 20 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as Kevin Cutchington, Mark Bosco as Case Cutchington, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Joseph Ravenson as Dr. Lakner, Nicole Santora as Savandra Cutchington, 
Amanda Smith as Ravina Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt and Orchid McAllister, Jason Wallace as Bryce Champson, and Ron Algar-Watt as Chag McAllister. It was written by Ron Algar-Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2016. Because, well, you know how the Constitution uses Fs instead of Ss, so it looks like it says Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, All right.